Oh, hey. Well, hey. This is Blurry Photos. How you doing? My name's David Flora. And I'm David Stecco! <laughs> okay, let's just... That was, that was great. That was fun. <laughs> really fun. Well, now I feel like the jackass for not doing a spooky <laughs> intro. I deliberately didn't tell you I was going to do that. Awesome. Well, great. And I'm not going to start it over either because we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it real because we're keeping it real. <laughs> the haunted house that just laughs a little too long. <laughs> I, it, it's like the uh, it's like the crazy scientist and, and his nerdy brother that tells you <laughs> what the encyclopedia says or something. That's great, right. wonderful. Well, hey, I uh, hope you guys are doing great. <laughs> I know we are. We are. We're off to a great start for this one. <laughs> so, Stecco, did you do anything fun this week? Um, man, uh, preparations. For the holiday. Oh, man. Halloween. My costume is very labor-intensive, uh, you know, and, and it, it takes a lot of prep work. A lot of prep work. So I believe it. That's what I've been working on is, is getting it ready. And you're uh, you're not going to drop any hints for it? You, or like episode by episode you're, you're going to... Uh, you know what? I've just been preparing all my materials. Um, I am building a costume. It um, would appear to be sponsored by an alcoholic beverage maker, but it is not. I have received nothing from them. It mm. is a labor of pure love and <laughs> maybe, you know, a, a compulsion to drink. Sure. Well, that's fun. That's a fun hint. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm still not sure what what I will go as, but I think it'd be fun to to dress in something and and then put pictures on the website. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There see. will be pictures. And I I think that you have a much harder job than I do because cuz I've got a lot more ugly to cover up. No. Oh, oh wow. zing, self zing. Can you Self-zing, burn yourself? I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you you're like a master of disguise. Like you regularly are are dresses as, as a famous personalities. You regularly do a lot of costume work. It's true, though. So, so like, when it's time for you just to say, hey, who do I want to be? <laughs> Where do you, I think that you have a lot harder thing. That's a lot more work for you. Well, I, I also, uh, we, we put out some uh, sketch videos uh, every, every so often. Um, you can check those out. <laughs> Shameless plug at uh, Cornman Productions. On, There's some shame there. On, uh, it's not without shame. <laughs> on, on the YouTubes, we've, we've got uh, a fun channel with a, I think almost forty videos up there now, but yeah, I I have accumulated quite a costume collection through through this and just you know doing doing some of the actings here and there. But I guess I mean I could cobble something together and call it a costume at some point. Right, but that'd be phoning it in. You think? Yeah, I'm I mean, a, what I'm if a, it had like if, uh, if I cobbled you... together a Malcolm Reynolds costume once. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, like like when you say cobble together, that has a very it's the morning of Halloween, oh, and well. I just like, and I think you're better than that. Well. That's what, I mean, maybe that's just my perspective because I am working on this Herculean task of, of a costume. <laughs> that's true. I mean, maybe I, maybe I'm, I'm not... trying to justify my own investment by making you work harder. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, I, I and I'll probably fall for it. That's the that's the sad thing. That's awesome. That's what I hope. Well, um, I, I I do have many hats. 
maybe I'll base it off of one of my, I don't know. I I also maybe maybe you guys you listeners can can write in and and say what what you want me to to go as that, I don't know that could be anything then then I would actually have to go buy <laughs> and I don't want. To. I think you I think you should. I mean, I I first of all, I want nothing more than to know what people who listen to this podcast wore for Halloween. I'd like pictures. I would like descriptions. Send us pictures. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really into Halloween. But not like I don't decorate my home or anything. But I either I give it its due time and process and I carefully construct a costume mm-hmm. or I have I try to rarely do it, but I have occasionally just thrown my hands up and says, Ah, I'm just staying home. Yeah. I the thing is Halloween I think has to be probably my, my favorite holiday just because of the, the silliness and the people get to dress up and a lot of people seem like they just they act like how they how they think they shouldn't. You know what I mean? Which a lot of times is just having fun and and letting loose. You There's know? a real monkey's pot of that, though. There is. I mean, there it is. is it is tough to go out into the city on Halloween and feel safe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, monkey's paw. Um, but this, if if you haven't guessed yet, which I don't know why you would, but this being now October, the weather is getting great. Oh, just so great, so wonderful out. Thank goodness that summer is over. <laughs> Just bury it in the backyard and never look in that area again. Uh, but all all the month of October, we're going to be bringing you um, stuff that that is Halloween centric. Mm-hmm. I would say we're we're gonna have different themes that that have to do with with Halloween and this time of the year and spooky stuff. And yeah, what kind of what thing. kind of dime store shortchanging uh, <laughs> mysteries of the unexplained podcast would not delve into this in 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 if there was a patron month of mysterious podcasts, it would be October. Yeah. So Hands blurry down. photos. We we are in the topmost echelon of sub podcast because as a matter of fact, other people look to us, and that's a mantle we wear. Probably. Who, who looks to us? Because I want to. Oh, there's um, uh, Ernie and Trayvon's things we don't understand. There is uh, also, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that. Those guys operate out of Georgia. They're they're really nice guys. Uh, a lot of stuff confuses them. One of them was just about programming a VCR. I don't know how they got a VCR. Like that's that's a mystery that's just done. Don't please don't go looking for Ernie and Trayvon's podcast because it doesn't exist. Okay, don't ask me to make don't. a podcast and I won't do it. <laughs> All right, I I opened the door for that one. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll we'll put hope back in the box and give it back to Pandora there. No, 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 now because I can pimp you into making sound effects. You just pimp me into making a whole podcast, doing both voices for it. The thing is, one of them's uh, one of them will waste waste the listener's time more than the other. And we're not telling you which. So so this uh, this month. Our, our Halloween uh, month of, of podcasts. I've been trying to think of a name for it, some kind of kitschy little marketing ploy name, but I, I think Spooktacular's too stupid and, and overused, and I can't think of a good pun for it. Can you think of anything that's I, like, you know, October podcast? No, 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 I can't. At this time last year, I, had, I hurt my knee running and had to go to physical therapy like three times a week for the entire month. And so last year I called it Doctober, which was really great. That that would have worked. Right, but that does not apply to this whatsoever. At all. So Podtober? Mm. That's kind of that's kinda of lame though, right? Talktober? That's even lame. 
Uh, well, we're we're yeah. off to a great start. Please send us a suggestion so we can maybe by the end of the of this recording we'll have something better. That'd be great. It's on the back burner you know now. You know, yeah. If 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 the sentence doesn't make sense, keep reading. Right. That's that's the advice I've yeah. lived by. Right. The the book will explain it later. It so does. we're gonna start off blank tober with saying with the uh, with telling you the history of Halloween. Because yeah. Halloween, you may think you know, but you have no you idea. You dumb, arrogant <laughs> bastards. You have no idea. Uh, or you may have known uh, all along and because you, you're diligent in your research. So what we know about Halloween now. Yeah, right? this is a good foundation. Uh, it's a holiday that's observed on October 31st. We've got people, kids and adults, that dress in costumes. Kids go trick-or-treating. Going to door to door to ask for candy, mm-hmm. basically. We got um, one of the iconic things with Halloween: pumpkins filled yep. with candles, not filled with candles. <laughs> pumpkins that have. Why is pumpkin my bane? Yeah, you, this, this is the one time when we really should be discussing them, and you're kind of screwing it up. <laughs> pumpkins have a candle inside them hey. to make jack o' lanterns. Yes. You get uh, spooky stuff, lots of lots of ghosty stories, and and good old good old creepy things like that. Dancing skeletons, dancing skeletons, the that classic Disney dance macabre. It's awesome. Such a great. It's yeah. one of my favorite things. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's uh, great music. That's one of my favorite uh, mm-hmm. music things from I think Saint Saints or something. I, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, but. Wonderful, wonderful music. And now the trend is to to be super slutty for ladies on on the on the holiday season. Yeah, I'm, I'm furious about it personally. Every time I see an attractive woman in a skimpy outfit, I just I shake my hands at the heavens. Why hath thou forsaken us? <laughs> forsaken pants. I I will say I do I do personally whilst enjoying the view. Tisk tisk. You could have. You, you're better than that. And I don't even mean that like on some emotional level about someone's self-esteem. I just mean like really you well, wouldn't bought that. You could have made a slutty costume yourself and it would have been way sluttier and way cooler. Yeah, you could have you could have gotten inside like a Ziploc sandwich bag and had more coverage. Yeah. But the thing is the the intelligence factor of it is what what gets me because it's a lot of times Halloween has been pretty cold. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's difficult. I mean like last year your costume employed Quite the skimpy thong. And I know that you were miserable the entire night and said nothing. Are you talking about me or the listener? No, you, you, David Flora, were wearing a thong and some... What were you, like, a pirate wench? That was... I didn't even get it. last year? You were just... You were just trying to hook up with some frat dude. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute and knowledgeable of football, though. Yeah, that is true. So, anyways, that's what we got of Halloween. Um, we know we know all that stuff. That's what happens. That's yeah. present day Halloween. But how did we arrive there? Yeah, how did we get there? Let's go all the way back, Stecco, to the roots mm-hmm. of Halloween, which have its place in none other than our friends, the Celts. Oh, they are they are awesome. They are a wellspring of every everything that they started. That's still around is awesome. <laughs> which honestly makes me think: Well, how much stuff did we screw up and stop doing? Because I feel like 600 years ago, northern England was a pretty cool place to be. 600, well, probably a lot longer than that, too. Yeah, but... Um, cause... Yeah, you're right. A lot, way longer ago. See, this isn't a history podcast, people! <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm sure 600 years ago... Actually, 600 years ago was a pretty shit place to yeah. be. Or stop saying 600 the... so that you can redub this. So it's like, yeah, I was out at 1200. <laughs> it just keeps... 
I don't even know if that's far enough back. But yeah, the Celts, they were awesome. Either either way, yeah, a lot of stuff that, that they brought to us. We even mentioned them in the Hollow Earth episode as, yeah. as being, you know, one of the... Particularly but, uh, on the down low when things are awesome. You're going to find a Celt there. The, the roots that Halloween have with the Celts, they had this end of harvest season which was celebrated, they think, around this date mm-hmm. uh, every a, year. A multi-day affair, actually. Yeah. It, like, like when you do festivals in the ancient times, you do them right. The Romans yeah. did it, these guys. But they celebrated this festival uh, with bonfires, and they, they called it Samhain. And Samhain is the beginning of the, the dark half of the year, because the, the year is split into a light half and a dark half. Samhain is the end of, of the harvest season, this is when you start getting prepared because the nights get shorter and colder and and everything just sort of, you know, goes goes uh, to sleep, goes dark, gets cold. You want to make sure you're prepared. So you, you give thanks for the harvest that you have. You prepare for stuff. You light bonfires to signify that that uh, regeneration and the birth of, of life, basically. And this was also... A transition time for them. This is, mm-hmm. you know, transitioning from the light half to the dark half. And because of this transition time, the veil of the realms of life and death and the supernatural and the physical world, they're at their thinnest at this time. So you get spirits that could cross over and vice versa. And and it's interesting that there is no, there's, there's a lot, like any awesome thing, there's a lot of mystery about the exact origins of it. It's not necessarily, the Celts didn't own it. There, I mean, True. and depending on the anthropologist that you talk to, there are, there are Roman roots to it, which mm-hmm. could lead, you know, from the, the Roman occupation of Northern England. Mm-hmm. There are so many other smaller tweaks and you can find pieces of it in so many cultures that I think that what we, we, what we have now is just this sort of mixing of cultures that, that built over time. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, they had the, the Celts, they would, they would march from these bonfires back and forth. They would burn uh, the bones of slaughtered animals. There is even uh, some talk that maybe there was some human sacrifice thrown in there. Oh, which yeah? is how you have an awesome party. <laughs> you can measure a party's effectiveness by how many bodies that are on the bonfire. Which is why I am not allowed to live in seven of these fine 50 states. <laughs> so, like all things in time uh, that have these, these traditions, these beliefs, it kind of started getting swallowed up by Christianity. Mm-hmm. Christianity spread, and instead of fighting these pagan holidays, it turned them into church holidays. So, with uh, let, let's go back again, uh, even, well, probably not further, but around the same time you get, you get in ancient Rome, you get Lemuria, which was an ancient Roman feast that was celebrated around May 9th to 13th. It was, a, a, like you said, a multi-day thing, and it was called Lemuria. It was when the restless dead uh, were appeased by, by tossing beans over your shoulder and walking barefoot while saying an incantation. <laughs> Everything about that is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> that's Lemuria. If you happen to be from Greece, you rolled a head of cabbage instead of throwing the bee. Like, I just love that. Like, we have to be barefoot, beans over the shoulder. Sometimes salted cakes they would leave out for them. Don't forget that. Oh, and I think I've heard that they poured milk on the graves of, of the, the recently deceased milk as well. Mud. <laughs> milk mud. Is that, is that our month? I, <laughs> October Milk Month. Milk Month. 
No. Um, so in, in 609, um, Common Era, CE, in 609, the Catholic Church co-opted the holiday uh, of Lemuria, and they turned it into All Saints Day, or what they called All Hallows Day, or even Hallowmas, Ooh. which is my particular favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Hallowmas. I don't know why I find that so so funny, but... Hallowmas. And that segues so nicely even into like some of the, the progenitive Celtic beliefs, especially in that part of the world, because it, it, it's, it was so hyper-regionalized that, say, in Western Scotland, for example, um, they thought that there was a, a slal, which is a host of fairies that was, mm. it was composed of the souls of the dead. So they're starting to already get into this idea that these bonfires are sort of honoring the dead, but also keeping them at arm's distance. Sure. Like, hey, we know you're around. We just want to be cool, man, but don't get any closer because we have bonfires. <laughs> um, so- oh, we'll honor <laughs> your, your memory, but you've got to stay away. You can't come in my house. <laughs> you got to do this. Here, have some beans. <laughs> No, those were the Romans. I get, I get those. Movies. But uh, you know, but there was, and so you already had. So there's this, this sort of seed of an idea of the souls of the dear departed mm-hmm. out there who may want to talk to you and high five you, may want to steal the breath of your children. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to I say? don't know. But a bonfire solves it either way. <laughs> uh, so, so we get the. We, now you're, you're, you're probably thinking at this point. Well, I'm not going to say what you're thinking at this point, but you're picturing us naked. You right? You are right. You may you may think, well, this you just said it was May 9th through the 13th. That's not October. That's not Rocktober or even Doctober. It's this is May. It could be Talktober. <laughs> Why? It was the worst. It was so bad. So so here's the deal. Uh, Pope Gregory the Third. I almost said Poop Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Pope Gregory the Third moved it to November first because he wanted to help kill off the pagan Samhain. Right? Since November first uh, was now All Hallows Day mm-hmm. or All Souls Day or Hallowmas, Samhain being on on October thirty first became All Hallows Eve. Now you get All Hallows Eve. You don't want to say. <laughs> You don't want to say all those syllables. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that was a ton of work. I'm exhausted four, already. Four syllables is too much. So you you start calling it Hollow's Eve, Hollow's Evening, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> I think that's probably when drinking became incorporated. Is when it got slurred out into just one word. <laughs> uh, <sighs> You, you want to go out and do something for Halloween? Hey, lucky day. I got a letter from the Pope. Guess what? <laughs> now it's all Halloween. This is Halloween. Oh, tomorrow. Tonight is... Yeah, moral of the story is never, ever give us even a pretense of an excuse to do Scottish accent. True. True story. Kind of our favorite. True story. So all, uh, November November first became All Hallows Day. November second, because All Hallows Day, also All Saints Day. This is uh, this is to to celebrate the martyrs and the saints uh, of Christianity and Catholicism. They wanted a day where just the regular folk could could honor their dead. So what did they do? They make November second All Souls Day. 
That's just for the hard-working, blue-collar yeah. Christian... The working man's the working Day of the Dead. <laughs> uh, and, and that's that's where the the uh, the regular folk could, could honor their dead. So you get you get All Hallows' Eve, you get All Hallows' Day, and then you get All Souls' Day in there. All Hallows' Day and All Souls' Day are meant to take away from that Samhain that's on mm-hmm. uh, uh, October 31st. But you, you just can't keep the man down... When the man is an awesome bonfire party to right. celebrate the yeah, harvest, yeah, you'll never bury a bonfire party. You, you can't, you can't just, you can't do that. Uh, so Samhain just kept its its roots intact, and and the the party just kept going all throughout the ages. They stopped calling it Samhain, and you know, like we said, they call it started calling it Halloween. We do not care what you call it. Yeah, we're still gonna light things on fire. <laughs> so. Souls Day, I'll talk a little of this. All Souls Day was was when prayers were offered to souls that were trapped in purgatory. Yeah. And basically, this is this is the the, the I don't know, man. <laughs> this, is, I, this is my favorite part of the whole thing. So, based on the number of prayers that you get determines if you get out of purgatory then or you still have to suffer for a little while mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. So it's basically a dead popularity contest. Yeah. You're voting it's it, you're voting for the dead. And the more prayers you get from the more from more people, the the better chance you have of of getting getting out of purgatory. So the the poor and and children the children of the day would go around in England and they would go souling, which basically is going door to door asking for uh, an, an, an exchange. They they wanted small cakes, you know, or little sweet sweet things, in exchange for their prayers for the the dead of of that house. The children selling their votes exactly, and it worked. Yeah, and now now there was actually an additional angle to this, a reason why because mo- I mean, when was the last time you said, oh, if only I had more prayers of children to solve this problem. <laughs> There is a, a very real pressure because there's, keep in mind, these souls have not yet gone to heaven. Right. And they are given time, whilst in purgatory, or, or in, in one calendar year, to still seek vengeance on the living who had wronged them. That's, that's the part of the spooky part. Yeah. Uh, part of the spooky stuff that, that starts creeping into what Halloween's about. With some of this belief in, uh, that stemmed from Samhain, where the, the veil of, of the living and the dead was at its thinnest, then you, you still get these, these freshly deceased souls, you mm-hmm. know, within the last year. They, they are wandering the earth, and since this is their chance, they can enact some uh, vengeance upon their enemies. Yeah! At the time. Every good holiday has vengeance in it. <laughs> That's our first bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's think of another holiday that has been <laughs> um, The Feast of Alvis. Who's Alvis? Go ahead and Google it, people. That's a real one. <laughs> if you're a fan of C-Lab 2021. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, uh, yeah, so so this belief that, that the, the, the recently deceased wandered there. I always think of the recently diseased from Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, they wanted the earth, and because they wanted, they they had this chance to avenge their deaths. The Christians of the time then started wearing masks and costumes in order to disguise themselves, so they wouldn't get offed by the person that they helped off. Right. So yeah. So they do someone wrong. They do a dirty deed, probably dirt cheap. If they were in Australia, a person dies. 
Now that person has a year to, to get vengeance upon them. But when the ghost comes back to their address and says, oh my gosh, it's only a witch, a goblin, part of a toilet paper mummy that live here. The people that I was here to mess with are long since gone. They would well, never look like It's time this. to move on to the light. The plan is flawless. Oh, man. That's great. Not to so, mention they got this nonstop assault of children's prayers pushing them back into the void. <laughs> I'm not ready. It's like a, it's like a holy fire hose pushing them. Back. <laughs> you got if you're a soul at this time and you come looking for vengeance, all you see are these goblins and witches and, and half half hearted mummies. And you've got this fire hose of holy pushing you back. It's got to be real confusing. Right. You're, you're... All you can think of is, thank God I just died, because clearly this place just went to <laughs> shit. <laughs> I got out just what in time. What happened to me? I died two months ago, and the whole place goes to hell. But also, is this soul not thinking, well, wait a minute. Didn't I just two years ago dress as a werewolf to keep that other guy I killed from killing me? Oh, man. You've just debunked your own theory. <laughs> oh, no. Well. Sorry, Catholic Church. <laughs> so this is this goes on for a, a little while at this point. This this is all taking shape. And, and we're not talking like, oh, man, summer is 65 to the summer is 66. This is like years, hundreds of years. 600 that... years ago, at least. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so Halloween then starts; it, it starts losing some steam around uh, 1605 because everyone died. Nope, oh. you've got uh, that's not until 1666 with the fire. Uh, you've got Guy Fawkes coming. Ah, uh, yeah, remember, remember. Yep, on the the fifth of November, Guy Fawkes was. Um, well, he's branded a terrorist, but he tries to blow up the House of Lords. The first redditor. <laughs> he he tries to blow up the House of, of Lords uh, in this gunpowder plot, and he he's stopped. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't doesn't get, work out. For yeah, him. doesn't work out. He's hanged. He's drawn and quartered. He's put in a fire. And from then on, they started uh, basically mocking his memory by dressing it up. In, in Guy Fawkes gear, yeah. <laughs> they they light bonfires. They they just have some some revelrous times on the fifth of November every year. Now this is and they never called it Mock Fox Day, which shocks me. That's... I'm shocked they didn't mock Fox. Oh my gosh, Mock Foxtober! <laughs> oh, Mocktober! Mocktober. That's close. That's a runner up. Um, but since it's right next to the Halloween mm-hmm. at this time, it starts getting away from the Halloween celebration, starts becoming more of the Guy Fawkes Day in, in Britain. And everywhere except our friends in Scotland uh, so kind, of, kind of stopped celebrating Halloween from, from 1605 onward. Basically. Which, which is lame. Which is lame. It's just like, oh, a new girl just moved into town. I don't remember who I used to party with at this time of year. I'm with, I'm with you, Mock Fox Day. That's irritating. <laughs> it's funny, though, this time of year. You've, you've got Halloween. You've got All, All Saints and then All Souls and then Guy Fox Day. I mean, it's, it's, it's party time it's in exhausting. England. It's exhausting. Yeah. So uh, we're we're still in England at this point, and you're probably wondering to yourselves, what about America? What what's going on? Calm down, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> It'll get there. Those co- we, these colors don't run; they're still there. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, here's what's happening. Uh, <laughs> the Puritans are, are over there in, in the colonies right now. And they love the Pope and all of his ideas. So I'm sure that they were 100% down with the, the established Catholic um, ceremonies, right? Yeah, uh, no. Oh, no, not, not even a little bit. Well, they rejected they rejected the idea of, of Halloween and to, a, to him, an extent, Mock they Fox him, Day. They called him the poop. They called him the poop, poop, and it wasn't Gregory at this time. It was probably poop, poop, poopifus the third, <laughs> the seventeenth. Wow. <laughs> Listen, if you're Catholic, we don't, we're not trying to offend you. No, we're, this we're is just, just part stupid. of the story. <laughs> this is history. This is history. Okay, these are facts. <laughs> anyway, Trayvon, these are facts. <laughs> what was the other one, Eric? Ernie, Ernie, and Trayvon. Uh, the Puritans. Because this was kind of supernatural in nature, they didn't want anything to do with it. I mean, yep. you don't you don't get the name Puritan for nothing, right? And this this is already. I mean, it it it's it starts with the Ref, with the Protestant Reformation, the, yep. the stripping away of a lot of what they considered to be unnecessary things, and 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 you know, as as anyone knows, the the, the Puritans things like. I even ideas concepts like purgatory mm-hmm. they go out the window instantly they think these are just constructs of a pope who is is the antichrist or whatever their their belief was but they certainly didn't like the pope and so there was this this huge effort to strip all of this these ceremonies out that they thought were just constructs of the catholic church mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they wanted no part of it so no nobody's rocking in the free world nope the funny thing is though they do get i mean there there are some people who who will still celebrate mock fox day mm-hmm I really hope this catches on, too. Oh, man. It's going to be so great. And we might do a podcast on Guy Fawkes to, to reveal him to be, like, a hero. And we'll <laughs> have, for, for the Mock Fox podcast, we'll have Mohawks. Mock Fox Mohawks. That's not going to happen. That was a lie I told. <laughs> but we're not going to wear Crocs. Oh, well, we aren't anyway, because... Because... God, God help us, we'd like to attract women. So you, you get a few revelers participating in some, in some Guy Fawkes celebrations, but not, not that many. What you do start getting, though, around that time, you get some uh, ghost stories start popping up. Because you're sitting around, you, you, want, uh, you want some good entertainment. And what better way than to scare the holy bejesus out of you by you know telling stories of the dead coming back to life and mm-hmm. either seeking revenge or, or going around and isolated communities <clears throat> people are dying from disease and malnutrition left and right there's a lot of dark material plus very I mean it's it's the new world yeah for all we know that they, they you know for all they knew there were horrifying things out in the woods True. and to be honest they kind of believed in a lot of that stuff before they came over. Yeah, they didn't want to admit to it, but... Uh, you know, there's a lot of folklore from, well, from Western Europe. hello, that... Jersey Devil, right? Yeah, see? I mean, come on. So, this happens, I mean, this, again, goes on for a couple hundred years now. You you get the, the Civil War, you know, 1880s. That just adds more death to the mix, you know? Mm-hmm. That's more like, well, all you know, these soldiers are dead. We have no idea who they are, where they came from. Are they going to come back to life and... And you know, look look for their long lost loves. Are they going to try to get home? Are they going to what? What's going try on? Try to find their right leg. <laughs> Good luck, because the pile has got like four hundred right legs in it. Just grab the first one and move on. It keeps the line moving. Um, I got a swimmer's leg. <laughs> but safely calf. <laughs> Which is, but that is interesting. Like you, you imagine that in the U.S. that 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 a tradition like Hallow's Eve or Halloween goes back further, but it really doesn't. It's it's a pretty. Not at all. We've embraced it because it likes to party and it's a great idea. But yeah, even late 1800s, where's Halloween? Where's Halloween? It ain't here. 
But you do start getting the Scotch-Irish immigration coming mm-hmm. in there. Thank you, potato famine. And you, you get you get a large Scotch-Irish population that's, that's coming into the States at this time. And what are they going to do other than bring <laughs> the Halloween, the Samhain customs and, and traditions to America? I mean, I know that it's, it's, it's insensitive because the potato famine was a, a terrible time for Ireland. But how much better is this country because of it? Absolutely. And would we be here? I know I wouldn't. <laughs> I probably As far as would. I can tell. I think I still would be. You're all right? I think so. Well. I'm quarter Scott, so it'll only be three quarters of me. I'm, I'm quarter Scott and Irish. Oh, yeah. You're, so you're sorry. I'm half awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, they bring their, their customs over here, and we start seeing a reemergence. Well... An emergence in America yeah. of, of Halloween and some of the, the traditions that go along with that. So one of the one of the things you're you're probably thinking to yourself is where's all these pumpkins come into it? Yeah. Well, and why are you so judgy against pumpkins? You should have stopped listening forever ago if you hate pumpkin talk so much, which is what we're renaming the podcast to. Pumpkin talk. <laughs> Pumpkin t- no, no. No. <laughs> we're just we'll gonna keep there. fumbling until we yeah, get it. We'll get there. Here's a story for you. There was there was a tradition that the that the Scotch Irish brought over. It was a story about a man named Stingy Jack. <laughs> I love it already. Stingy Jack was a troublemaker, and he made a deal with the devil, because that's what you did in in the day. The deal was for the devil to never bother him again. I don't know if Stingy Jack and the, the devil have a history, or <laughs> or the devil's like get off my back, devil, <laughs> or what. But his deal with the devil was for the devil to not to not ever bother him again. Well, he dies. And upon his death, because he was such a troublemaker, he's denied entrance to heaven. So he gets sent down to hell. He's denied entrance to hell because the devil can't bother him anymore. Because he made a deal. Because he made a deal with him. He must have been a good negotiator because I imagine, especially at this time, doesn't everybody want the devil not to bother them anymore? Isn't his like voicemail just choked with people? Hey... It's uh, Steve Jacobson. Um, uh, could you just not bother me anymore? Get back to me. Thanks. That'd be great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone wants the devil not to bother him. What what made Stingy Jack so great? I don't know. But the funny thing is, Stingy Jack was then forced to, to wander the, the dark realm between the <laughs> between heaven and hell. He's not alive. He's, he's not quite dead because he hasn't gotten to his final destination. He's forced to wander this dark realm for eternity because he can't go any. In either of the places. The devil, maybe he, he was impressed with his negotiating skills, takes a moment's pity on him and offers him a, a hot burning coal from hell that Stingy Jack then can use to light his way through the darkness. Stingy Jack puts this in a turnip, a hollowed out turnip, and that's his lantern to light his way. And that is where we get the jack-o'-lantern. Really? From. Turnips were were the original jack-o'-lanterns. Hollowed out turnips. That's what they had. In America, though, pumpkins were everywhere. I mean, pumpkins uh, were bigger, they're better, they're faster, and they're, they're better for explanations. They were more fuel efficient. They're fuel efficient. They get 20 miles to the gallon. No, if you're having a hard time picturing this, I need you to just picture a pumpkin. That's it. The best pumpkin explanation we'll ever have. I, and I got to play the card. <laughs> Jackass. 
so people started using pumpkins, the ki- and the kids uh, would carve pumpkins out and put their their little candle inside, and that was their that was their jack o' lantern. So that's where we get the the jack o' lantern from. And like I said, this is you know the late eighteen hundreds, and that that Scotch Irish immigration from that nineteenth century. That's where the the traditions and the story and the jack o' lantern uh, grew out of. So also the jack o' lantern's also not a old time old thing but more recent uh especially for america anyway i have got a great not terribly well known halloween legend as well oh what's it's the uh, the story of the cutty black sow which is a welsh uh a folk tale about halloween and it has to do with uh the theft of souls which is uh, which is the the going currency on on halloween night right uh the cutty black sow is a a demon slash monster depending on the tale telling of it and it's a pig, sort of half. <laughs> it's half human, half pig. No, it's not. It's not from Maryland. Okay, and it didn't do genetic research on, on the Welsh pigman. <laughs> the Welsh pigman. <laughs> um, no, because well, it was a pig woman. Oh, yeah, well, there's a, a sow. Yeah, it's female. Um, it would walk on uh, upright, and it would steal the souls of its victims on Halloween night. Now, the way you could protect yourself against this, and I believe. There was even an episode of uh, uh, Twilight Zone or Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Dark Side, one of those episodic yeah. shows that, that they, they actually did the whole episode about it, wow. where you would take uh, all your loved ones and you would write their names on stones and put them into the fire and you would go to sleep yeah. and that fire would, would ward the house. But if you awoke in the morning and one of the stones was out of the fire, that person's soul was up for grabs. Wow. And Could you put it back in? Nope. Wow. Yeah, so it was like a soul lottery, and the Cuddy (laughs) Black Sow would come and collect your soul while you slept. Wow. Right. Now, that story is told just to completely terrorize a child. There is really but one reason to tell that story. And it accomplishes that feat with aces and Right. It's an irony, because for some reason you don't want your kids to sleep on Halloween, but come Christmas, you you can't get them to sleep fast enough. So, is Cuddy the name of, of where it's from? What is the Cuddy? The Cuddy actually refers to the pig. It's um, Again, it, it's hard to determine because you've got like a, it's a half pig, half human hybrid. But the Cuddy actually refers to the bristles on the face. Hmm. Uh, cuddy is a, a, an old term for like stubble, like five o'clock shadow. So that's, it's, it's the stubbly old sow. Wow. Also a woman. Yeah. That I, I just I, that reeks of self esteem issues, but right, it's spooky. A, a giant upright black female pig that walks into your house and steals your soul—that's a terrifying image. I mean, you had me at steal your soul, <laughs> and that was at the end. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I now I'm thinking of like the the nautical cutty, <laughs> like like the whisk, the, the scotch, the cutty sark, cutty scar, cutty sark. Uh, is that is that a stubbly ship? What is? I man. <laughs> All right, I'm, there's, I'm there's taking a, this there's in a, a different There's a called sheep dip. I don't think it has anything to do with anything. You know, it has no sheep, no dip <laughs> in it. It fails on all fronts. I haven't been this disappointed since Naked Lunch. <laughs> uh, that's that's a great story, and that you said that was Welsh. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Uh, now, I mean. I'm sure there's there's a ton of superstitions. There's a ton of of ghost stories and all kinds of uh, goody gooey stuff that that comes out of this. You know the 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 creepiness that keeps building on itself. It's almost like a really slow snowball 
through the ages. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that the, the scary and the creepy keeps building on itself. But the bad thing is uh, Halloween started becoming a, a night of, of pranks and vandalism and mischief. And uh, it, it kind of got out of hand in, in America. <laughs> what are you? What are you? The police of everybody? Uh, you know, uh, it was a pretty good thing until uh, got a couple of uh, ne'er do wells, couple of punks, couple of feathered upstarts uh, <laughs> broke a window, uh, yeah, turned over a newspaper. Stand. You know, we were all having a lot of fun. They took it too far. <laughs> You're gonna be the best curmudgeon ever. <laughs> you damn kids! You stop playing pranks and get off my lawn. So this was in the the 1930s. Uh, we're we're already in the the old 20th century. The now. march of progress. We get uh, we we get these kids that that just start thinking Halloween is an is an excuse to go out and, and bust some windows, uh, t- disassemble some wagons, and reassemble them on roofs, and <laughs> drive Model Ts up on haystacks and stuff. I mean, real dangerous stuff. I am against nothing that you have just listed. (laughs) Bleeding heart, Lemmy. So, (laughs) people start thinking, well, what what can we have these kids do instead of, you know, doing doing these these vandalism acts and, and playing pranks? You start getting the idea of Halloween being a time to go to parties and and play games, you know, and 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 do these these silly little things that'll get you off the street and get you in here, you know, where we can see you and and make sure you're not be misbehaving. So this stuff. is like like this is like gang outreach centers. Like we're tonight we're keeping kids off the streets by letting them bob for apples. Not not just centers, but whole towns that that want to do this and. <laughs> And yes, America, is one of a them. country under siege by its rebellious youth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I want to cause some trouble tonight. I'm going to go turn a sign around the wrong way. <laughs> but Elijah, haven't you heard? He's going to have pumpkin pie down at the rec center. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was Forget my freewheeling ways. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a hymnal. <laughs> There's a hayride out in the country. <laughs> but they they also this is this is the advent of getting some masks and and some paper costumes for these kids uh, at at this time because they're like oh you 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 know you want to go to parties you want to dress up a little bit have some fun go, why don't why not go as a witch why not go as a goblin <laughs> we're pretty sure you kids are gonna burn something down so let's give you a fairly healthy dose of anonymity. <laughs> 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 and also with the burning, these the early costumes were made of paper and were very flammable. So what you the, got some there's not only, some happy. There's only news. so many decisions you can sweep under the rug of it was a different time. <laughs> paper costumes being one. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean maybe that was their slant on it. Maybe it was like, well if these kids try to burn down my barn, they're gonna burn themselves. <laughs> Here's a paper suit, Georgie. <laughs> but but this is the uh, this is where you start getting those uh, the the march of capitalism coming in. Uh-huh. Sears gets involved. They start making better costumes, not out of paper, and out of fire retardant asbestos. Your children will be safe. <laughs> Try this lead mask <laughs> <laughs> with flavor plate. <laughs> flavor plate is paint chips. <laughs> So you, you, you start getting a whole industry of 
of costumes and th- things that, that are marketed specifically towards keeping kids off of the street, getting them to, you know, to, to run around and have fun in costumes, things like that. They start having parades. Parades is a good way to keep an eye on everybody in the town, you know. Well, who wasn't at the parade? <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't. Get him! <laughs> Ernie and Trayvon were here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they had parades in the town uh, as far back as like 1905, I think, they, they started having parades. Uh, Anoka, Minnesota still has their parade. They started, I think, 1920, and they build themselves as the Halloween capital of the world now because they still have a, a parade on Halloween. I want to go to the Halloween capital of the world so badly. I didn't know that, that they'd established one. Anoka, Minnesota. That, that, that'd be a fun podcast That makes podcast sense because Minnesota's a great state. They yeah. do great things there. They had Jesse Ventura for a while. That's true. That's true. They, I mean, they, they are willing to, to keep an open mind about a lot of stuff. I mm-hmm. like it. They're not afraid um, to get weird with it. You're probably also now wondering at this point, well, we got the jack-o'-lanterns covered, but what about trick-or-treat? Where's trick-or-treat? Where, why do they get candy in there? All right. We're getting there, Jesus. and this is it. Just this, fast forward. Easy. Just go easy for a second. So, <laughs> trick or treat. We're mad at imaginary people. <laughs> people wanted to stop kids from vandalizing in a number of ways, one of which they decided, well, maybe if we just make some treats or candy for them and literally say, don't prank us don't put soap on our windows here have a candied apple i love this so much because it makes it sound like there was a time in this country where like everyone's laughter is a little forced towards the end of october everyone's real scared of kids there's a lot of that looking you in the eye and pounding one fist into the other (laughs) secret basement meetings are determining like how can we keep ourselves safe from our own children there's so much work that goes into keeping kids from burning everything around them. <laughs> we'll do anything you like candy you like candy it's candy show up at my house and don't kill me <laughs> but that's what they did and it worked that's the thing that it, it was bribes for the ratted kids and <laughs> and the candy industry thrived on this they, oh, yeah. they picked this idea up and they started making candy especially for halloween and it just went nuts and grew into a a multi million dollar industry just for for this for Halloween for bribing kids. That to is not so break your windows. fascinating. And the other thing that I think is really interesting is how it the the evolution of it, it it's kind of it comes full circle back on itself. So you have this this version of souling. You have kids yeah. going door to door. You have the costumes again. People aren't trying to hide from the vengeful dead. They're trying to hide from the vengeful living now. <laughs> yeah, so they won't know who who's toilet papering their... Right. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's interesting that, that all of those parts kind of left and then they were reintroduced for an entirely other set of reasons later. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of an interesting cycle to it. That's true. That's very true. And this, like I said, this is all coming about sort of in the in the 30s you might think trick or treat is you know as old as halloween and Samhain itself but no this is literally it it was coined in in the 30s in the late 30s i think where it's like you either give me a treat or i'm going to play a prank on you but you know what it just literally popped into my head think about this so it's 1930 and you you know late 20s early 30s you mm-hmm. have 
this population of hell-bent, destruction-minded, just <laughs> murder-trons. Just what, I don't know what they fed kids at this time, but every child in the U.S. was a liability. A time bomb. Non-genetically modified food. Right. So uh, there you go. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> So, so yeah, and every every fall, these kids just wig out and burn and destroy everything around them to the point that society has to mold itself around this. These kids, we sent them all to Europe to do what? Kick the out of everything. This really was the greatest generation because somehow somebody knew we were going to need the most wantonly destructive generation ever created. That's a great point. <laughs> I guarantee there is not a single other podcast that has drawn this connection. <laughs> Maybe Ernie and Trayvon, but well, they, they're ahead of the curve. Yeah. If they are. <laughs> so we've got uh, we've got capitalism that that is now in the mix and mm-hmm. and in it hard with a whole new industry of of costumes and of candy, and you get the uh, the old televisions uh, in into people's houses. 1966, you get the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yep. That just basically solidifies That locks it Halloween. into everybody's, like, hippocampus. It's never leaving <laughs> your brain. There's fight or flight and the great pumpkin. Right. And Halloween is, is, is here to stay after that, pretty much. Uh, another thing I'll, I'll t- touch on, uh, 1978, you get John Carpenter's. Halloween, the movie. Yes. Here's a here's a fun fact about that for for those of you who who are familiar with the, the movie Halloween and Michael. For those Myers. of you who like facts and are fun, <laughs> the the mask that Michael Myers wears is actually <laughs> was was a Captain Kirk mask from a from a, a a costume shop that they just basically spray painted and kind of treated up to make it a little bit more grotesque but it was just a random run of the mill uh mask they picked up at one of these uh i think a, a halloween store or at least a, a mask place let me save everyone a ton of time and just tell you right now that anything awesome in your life will eventually lead to bill shatner's doorstep that's <laughs> probably true. you just have to just do the do the math do the research and you'll find that everything great comes back to william shatner <laughs> this just great and the funny thing is this mask it, it, it did not really look like him at all <laughs> no it didn't that doesn't look like William Shatner whatsoever and now now we have this billion dollar industry at, at least I'm sure it's it's you got the candy you got the costumes all the uh, movies and stuff I mean uh, the the horror movie genre just grew right. out of this you know idea John Carpenter's he was like oh there hasn't been a, a movie about Halloween just called Halloween let's Let's make this. And now it's evolved into people that are generally straight-laced and, and pretty conservative in normal normal life. They just they get this date to let loose. And right. They, they dress provocatively and, and they, you know, they... It, it's, it's really... And it's weird because it, it turns into this, like, kind of... I don't know, like like sexual fantasy kind of thing anymore. You know what I mean? Well, it does. I mean, I think it is. I think it's. I, I think that it still serves the same purpose that it used to. I think that this is just you know my jackass theory. But you have these people who go through like the light summer there. They're working. They're putting their food away. But they know, especially historically, six hundred years ago. <laughs> but historically, the winter is a dark difficult time where there are very real Dangerous. terrible things that yeah. happen so they they almost preempt it and so while everyone is still like kind of high off summer and things are still kind of nice but things are just starting to wind down they have this let's put all of our terrors out on the table right now 
let's just get done with it. This is where we we where we deal with death now. Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of it kind of takes the the force of it away. So that like oh no we did that and now they're they've gotten it's they've almost exercised that fear. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like. Uh, now it's the same it's it's a it's a different version of the same thing halloween is this time where everyone just is like loses inhibitions and just you know i'm just gonna go buck wild because you know i know the next few months you know things are gonna get busy and i am holidays and thanksgivings and family stuff to do you know and, and people do lose their minds and <laughs> especially you know in, in society we're a more openly sexual society and i think that it doesn't make it's not a huge surprise that that figures right into it you know that that people are overtly sexual and it's not just chicks i mean it's dudes too yeah and yeah. those the, that that is actually almost more fun to see like a guy who like and any guy's idea of dressing sexy is always hilarious true true story yeah i i it's it's definitely this becoming an excuse to just let go of those inhibitions and kind of do do the naughty stuff you know it's the the one night of the year where you can let loose and be naughty and it's it's okay it's accepted so that's why you start getting this like the sexy cancer patient and the sexy <laughs> radiator and whatever whatever else please tell me you just made that up that you have never seen the costume of the sexy cancer patient. Well, let's just say Ernie and Trayvon have a picture of that <laughs> on their podcast website. I actually did date a girl who wanted to shave her head because she wanted to be sexy Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sex. Yeah, how, how great an idea would that be? I mean, I have seen the sexy Hitler uh, outfit. What? I, I swear, I have I have seen it. It, has, it, it is a thing. That's weird. I'm, right? But... People think, well, it's Halloween. Yeah, do what you want. It's a free pass. This is the time to do everything. Well. And, I, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Please go out, A, make a costume. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. And get creative with it. It's, it's really great. Go out, have a ton of fun. Wake up early the next day, especially if you live in a large metropolitan area, <laughs> because there is nothing more delightful than sitting on a corner coffee shop Looking out the window at all the costumed walks of shame. Yep. There is no hiding it when you are walk of shaming in what is left of a very cheaply produced costume. <laughs> That's not a mystery of the unexplained, but my God, that is a public service announcement for you. That That's some good entertainment. That's quality American entertainment right there. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you what. One of my favorite costumes that I put together in the past few years was I, I went to the dollar store and got all the glow sticks that, that they that they had. Like they, they had blue, you know, glow sticks where you can make necklaces or, or bracelets or whatever. I got a bunch of them and I just I attached them because they have the little attachy attachy collar. things. Yeah. yeah. And and taped some of them and I went as the, the Tron dude just nice. from that. And it was like the cheapest the cheapest thing and and recognizable and all that good stuff. You don't have to go no. buy these $70 costumes where, you when know... When you say the Tron dude, do you mean like actually trying to be someone from Tron or that guy from the internet who is famous for loving Tron? Oh, I'm, I was talking about the... The movie, okay, not, not right. that poor kid. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be like another level to it, which oh, would be man. amazing. But it was, uh, yeah, that's a lot of fun, and and you you, you don't have to look like a, a a ketchup bottle or or something stupid or a what is it, Doctor Doctor Feelgood or Doctor Suck My c- or whatever, the, <laughs> or, whatever or, those yeah, costumes are. A couple of things that we can just get rid of right now. The mammogram machine costume for dudes. Yeah. Let's just get rid of that as a society. Let's decide that's done. It's ridiculous. Personally, I hate pun costumes. 
Like what? what? What's a pun? Freudian slips, black-eyed peas. Oh, I see. Those irritate me. I mean, I mean, it's fine. It's a girl in a slip at a party. I'm not mad about it, but... <laughs> there's there's just so many fun ways to go with it. Mr. Floor, what was your favorite childhood costume? Well, hmm. I went one year. Now, there was a show on uh, Fox, I believe. <laughs> Somebody can write in and remind me what this is. I forget what it was. It may have been... It may have been the Martin Lawrence show. I, I'm not sure. I, I, it may have been like a, a show like that. But there was a character called Shanene. And I dressed up as Shanene one year. Did you go blackface for this? No, I didn't. I, but I did put on... Well, I did put on a brown ski mask with yellow, <laughs> oh yellow, yellow yarn in it for like a big wig. Uh-huh. Like... And, and and I went around with balloons under my shirt for big knockers, and I was like, girl, I'm going to rock your world, kind of thing. And I went up... I think she was a character from In Living Color. Was it In Living Color? Yeah, I mean, I it, so. it, it was it was some some show around, around in the 80s, or, or maybe even early <laughs> 90s. I, don't, I, I forget <laughs> now. But I, it was so fun because... Not, not because of, of the character itself, but I, I really like... Got into the part like uh, mentally, just just being like you know going around and, and I wasn't me going yeah. up to these people and and I was making people laugh, you know when when I when I when they would come to the door that to me was was the best part about it and I was like man this is this is great well even a, even if it's now you know racist is all <laughs> but out. you know it, it's not when you're a kid and you're just genuinely enjoying oh, I, doing yeah, it and yeah. and the other thing is that like so would you say chicken or the egg Mr. Flora like. Was that the thing that set you on the path of, of comedy and performance? No. Or or did you already have that in you and this was just another thing that, that... I didn't know that I had it in me at that point. Um, at that point, everyone else did, though. Just so you know. Okay. Once, but... once, once, once your mom was inflating the balloons for you to put in your shirt, she was like, I, so, I hope he ends up singing on stage someday. He, <laughs> he, should, he should perform. Maybe. That, that, that could be it. But no, it was me um, doing... Doing bits from Ace Ventura that later that set me on the path, awesome path to, to acting. Anyway, what about you? What was your favorite? Uh, my favorite costume that I remember, I used to love always doing my own makeup. I, I've always loved making my own costumes. And uh, I, I loved Thriller. And in my house we had a, a VHS that was Thriller, but then also had the making of Thriller. Hmm. And I used to watch that over and over. And I meticulously followed their instructions. And I uh so I, I was I wanted to be one of the thriller zombies. So I took um, one of my dad's old shirts and and I cut it up and I buried it in the backyard. Wow! For like a month, like I really planned ahead and I brought it back out and it was all messed up looking. And I was like, yeah. And I gave myself like you know ghoulish green features. And I really, I mean, I, I was so meticulous about it. And I remember like the third house that I trick or treated at. They're like, oh, are you the Incredible Hulk? And I was like, no, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked away and went to the next house. <laughs> and the best part was, is it didn't hurt my feelings. I was like, how stupid are they? <laughs> I was so indignant about it. Oh, that is great. <laughs> uh, I will say... You I'm, don't get it, man. I don't want your candy. <laughs> yeah, as, as an adult, I've, 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 I went as Mr. Freeze one year. I shaved my head. Wow. And uh, built the same blue glow sticks for like the piping and everything. Yeah. It was Mr. Freeze one year. Oh, it was recently a Muppet Trapper. I created an entire mythology. Wow! Because that that's where fleece comes from. That there are people <laughs> out there hunting and trapping Muppets and skinning them. Wow! So They're... I made like buckskin, but 
with like pieces of Kermit, and I had a hollowed out Elmo head hat. I, be- I believe those people are called tea partiers now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I, I was like a modern day trapper, and uh, it was it was pretty great. And yeah, I had to explain it to everybody, so it wasn't that great. Yeah. Any, any joke you have to explain that much didn't work as well as you thought it would. It's true, it's true. But for the one or two people that that get it, you you feel good about that, right? I was I was very pleased with my work. <laughs> anyway, how about some puns? Oh, puns! Now, yeah, we've got we've got some good puns. David, uh, as usual, why don't you lead off the charge? I'll do it. How about going to a, a, a Halloween-themed discount store called I Saw an Awesome Deal? <laughs> I Woo! saw an awesome, awesome deal. deal. You know, that's going to work really well with the Scottish people who didn't want to say Hallow's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I've got one. Um, all Hollow Eve's gutter cleaning service. <laughs> a popular choice. Such a good one. Such a good one. My second one. How about a, a Halloween-themed camping store called Pack-A-Lantern? Oh, I like that one. That's the winner. That's the winner. I haven't even done my last one, but you win. All right, I've got one called Sawin Log Sleeping Pills. <laughs> yes. You can sleep through anything. Yes. Oh, I was trying to think of something. <laughs> Sawin Logs. Oh, man. Great. So you guys, you got to send us a pun, uh, a pun for this. Yeah, the, I mean, make it as 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 mainstream a pun as you want. We don't care, right? There, are, there are plenty of puns. You've got all of Halloween to draw from. We we took out some uh, some pretty left of field ones, I think. Yeah, instead of going, uh, you've going, got you got a, a big work surface. Yeah. To, to cover, you're going to be just fine. But uh, but yeah, we we look forward to, to hearing those, and um, yeah, we we also look forward to Blank Tober because oh man, Blank Tober, we're gonna my favorite Tober. We're gonna have we're gonna have all kinds of, of good stuff coming up and leading to uh, Halloween, where we might just sit and tell some ghost stories. Yeah. to you guys, who knows exactly? But we you know cross the Cuddy Black Sow off the list, cut uh, Jack. Jack, stingy Jack, stingy Jack, stingy Jack. I, can we, can, I'm gonna investigate this because I know that everyone else wants to know why he was stingy. We were just, we just overlooked the fact that he has a name, Stingy Jack. That's true. And it never became clear how the devil had befouled him or how he had. There's a lot of unanswered questions. You, you got a good point there. I'm sorry I didn't explain that. I didn't. That that wasn't in in what I read. It, it, who knows? It could be the same same uh, entity as Springhill Jack. Which was uh, terrorizing England in the the late eighteen hundreds. Well, Bosch, now we've got we've now we have podcasts begetting podcasts. Now <laughs> we have hit a stride. So I, I yeah I would definitely do a podcast on the old Spring Hill Jack. That's a that's a fun one. But um, yeah, send us send us your puns. Stay tuned for for some uh, fun Halloween themed episodes this month. And if you if you have any suggestions, obviously of of any you know, podcast that you that you want to hear, or any subjects or anything, please send us those. Go to our website at blurryphotos.org and fill out that handy dandy form yeah. that I hope is, is working on there. And check you know, check out any stuff, leave us some comments. We we just want some feedback at this point. We just want someone to talk to us. We want to know that we're not alone. And uh, if you got a, if you got the Twitters, you can follow us at blurry underscore photos. That's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. the best one for all the Twitters to follow us. That's, yeah. Honestly, I would even say it's the only one that'll work. <laughs> that's right. If you follow any twi- tweets, 
follow this one. Yeah, I guess that'll that'll do it for yeah. for this. And and welcome to Blanktober because this is uh, this is going to be a, a fun old fun old month. Please, if you have a better name than Blanktober, that's what we need the most. <laughs> we we definitely could use that. Uh, otherwise, Blanktober is going to stick, and then yeah. we'll have to make a shirt. Yep. <laughs> that's just going to be another pain in the ass we don't need. Yeah, exactly. Oh, great. Now i got to make a shirt with that. So, for Blurry Photos, I have been David Flora. And I remain the eternally tormented soul of David Stacko. I... <laughs> and I had the chance. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. sad part. That's I had right. the chance. You did twice. First, well. second time, shame on you. <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs>